Where's the mic? Oh, thank God, it was a close one. Lord of bloody mercy, already. Instantly. Catastrophe. Catastrophizing. Ah, I'm here. Don't worry. It's, it's, it's legitimately fine. It's probably fine. It is fine. It's fine. It's Tuesday. Wow, okay. Already. It's grey outside. It's raining. It's uh, fire and brimstone already. It's the end of the world. It's the apocalypse. It's not. It's Tuesday. It's all right, you know. It's okay. Like we're we're. Oh no! Oh, look, I no, no. It's not okay. I take it all back. It's a disaster. It's terrible. It's terrifying. It's all. Oh sweet baby Jesus! Where's the iPad? Where are the shoe throwers? Oh no! Where am I? Where are my sanitary towels? Where am I? Where's my bag of high strength dingers? Where's my? No, seriously, where is the iPad though? This is a good question. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Slubby. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy. And, all of that, it, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm. Welcome all y'all on Facebook, welcome all y'all on YouTube, welcome all y'all on Twitch. And welcome all y'all on Threshold.fm. I found the iPad, it's fine. It's all right, disaster averted. We can all um, stop crying. Um, y- young, young female listeners, please stop weeping. Young, young male listeners, stop punching holes in drywall. Um, young lobster listeners, don't stop getting caught in nets. Stop getting caught in lobster cages. Honestly, it's, you're doing yourself a terrible disservice and um, you're better than that. Do better. Hey, listen, guys. Got a lot of um, lot of good bits today. Lobsters. Uh, got some. In terms of shoe throwers, a uh, lot of. Um, uh, so what have we got? Oh, new leveler, which I think might be on critical. I might maybe. Um, new potential bad boy. Uh, this new dub elements. Another bit. Going to play another bit off that current value EP. Yeah, because we like that one, didn't we? Might play London Bass by Mob Tactics again. And there is In Black by Signal and Synergy, which is the B-side of that last bit. Exile is the other side of that. Saucy, saucy bits. Oof! Um, Yeah, in terms of um, non-shoe throwers, uh, news-wise, Elvis Presley faked death because he was an FBI operative. Conspiracist claims. That's going to be fun to get into. Also, in similar conspiracy news, a true identity of the Antichrist revealed after Professor uncovers meaning of 666. Uh, keen to find out who that is. That's, uh, I mean, that's a whodunit as old as uh, time itself. Uh, that's the woman trying to eat uh, seven bags of heroin, uh, presumably for a laugh. Uh, Battle of the Banners. Uh, a bizarre dispute between one woman, her cat, and a building merchant. Uh, Travis Perkins depressed my cat. Um, these sort of things come back around. I mean, obviously, the original being Freddie Star ate my hamster. Uh, 
Skrillex ain't my dubstep. I Look, I don't know. We'll get into it, though. Uh, 40 people have been charged with 122 offences at Melbourne vegan protest. That's a bit of a hoot. Uh, thousands of students are advertising themselves online to rich sugar daddies. Uh, keen to get into that. And you can now have a kebab every day from your own home rotisserie. Uh, I don't know whether or not... La- God, that's got 102,000 shares. Jesus, the shares on Lab Bible make uh, make the Metro just look like shit. Literally, I mean, we were really... I was, I was rolling out the red carpet for Hartley Parkinson with like 2,000 shares the other day. Like, really? Just like, what? what? Come on, Hartley Parkinson. Well done, 2,000 shares. Jesus, Smithers here. My boy, my baby boy, my bounding baby boy with biceps as big as Bournemouth, Dominic Smithers, my one and only, my true love, 102,000 shares on the home rotisserie system. I mean, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Let's get this up on the screen capture. Um, oh, come on, Chrome. Why are you? There we go. Oh. Look at it. It's beautiful. I mean, this is what I've dreamed of. I mean, God knows how bad it will make your house smell if you actually had your own kebab in your kitchen. Can you imagine? Oh, God. Oh, Hayley gets wound up with the amount of steak that I cook. I mean, this is, a, this is taking things to another level. Uh, look at it. Incredible. Um, Daniel James Housewares. I'm not sponsored by them. Um, but oh, that does look like a quality item, doesn't it? Uh, it doesn't. It looks like the sort of thing you would buy from the, from a from a market in like Peterborough or something. I mean, there must be like an actual. I mean, that looks like it literally like it costs fifty quid. And there's not much to it, really, when you think about it. It's got a small motor in there for turning it and a sort of um, a grill at the back. <sighs> simple, isn't it? I mean, but then the best things in life are simple and beautiful. And the home kebabery, get one of those big knives, oh, the tongs, you get all your salad out, and then you can, you can pack it all in there, and you can go, oh, do I want sauce? Oh, yeah, I'll have garlic mayonnaise. And then you can just get like a giant tub, and you can go just a bit on the side, and then you can just go, and just absolutely swamp the entire thing in garlic mayonnaise, and then just go, oh, it's fucking ruined it, and then just throw it, throw it at your wall for a laugh um, and leave put all the salad in your bed or something just get one of those big sort of weird bendy chilli bits eat like a bit of it go and it never actually as nice as I remember and then just throw it at the telly brilliant oh I can't I can't wait I absolutely can't wait um, what else have we got uh, skint mum has made almost 10 grand charging married men today I, I like I mean, the news cycle, well, I mean, it's closing the title, it's cyclical, um, but fashionable articles at the moment are women paying, women getting paid to go on dates, uh, women, basically women charging men for stuff, not necessarily sex. Um, this is the, like, the students one of, um, you know, like, okay, so these female students, they want sugar daddies, they call themselves sugar babies. No, 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 no. Don't, like, that's a... Yeah, anyway, so they're very popular. These are very popular stories. Um, also, what are popular stories are men behaving badly on Tinder. Very, very popular. Man, slammed for, you know, such and such list on Tinder or whatever. 
And then the sort of female version of that is Bride, slammed for making outrageous wedding requests. Bridezilla, slammed by family for, you know, telling uh, guests that no non-vegans are allowed to attend the wedding or something to that effect. So um, I, I guess the media are dishing it out equally to, uh, to men and women, but probably not. I mean, you know... Um, also today, guys, lobsters. Uh, listener mail is a thing now. I uh, mentioned it yesterday. I wanted people to email in or, or send mess- direct messages on Facebook or on Discord or on Instagram, wherever you wherever you like to send me send me messages or send me news. You can send me mail there. Tell me, uh, you know, if you've got any comments about the show or about things covered on the show that you would like me to address. Uh, I can either read it out with your name or without. And actually had a reasonable amount in. Uh, so that's good. So please do send stuff in. You can email it to will at threshold.fm. Um, <coughs> so we'll get into that. Also, I've been going to this co-working space uh, to do me admin and that because it's got like Windows and other people there. And a lot of, the, a lot of other DJs go there. A lot of the EDM lot. Um, and... Yeah, anyway, I've got a story about about all of that that I'll get into. Which is all good banter. It's all good fun. I mean, it's uh there's basically I'm telling you there's a there's a war a brewing between different kinds of trance and I don't think it's gonna be very long until there's blood on the streets. We get into that later. Um right, look, team wise, come on, let's let's have a shoe thrower. Let's have this um uh, dub elements bit. It's called foreign. Nice bit of gear, all things considered. Reese is straight in with just fuck trance anyway. (laughs) Uh, Let me know where you're listening. Facebook, comment, like, share, please. YouTube, like, comment, share. Twitch, I don't even know what goes down on Twitch. Is anyone listening on Twitch? Uh, No.
that's foreign by dub elements i'm a big fan of that that's nice that's that's uh yeah i'm a fan i'm into it guys i'm into it um <coughs> right look let's 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 yomp straight into listener mail because there's actually quite a lot to get through um uh this is from james parry now, there's a little bit of context and backstory to this. Uh, this I uh, actually um, received last Thursday after Rankin's Records, uh, where um, uh, James popped up in the chat saying uh, that Ronnie Size had been in his bike shop uh, when he was listening to Rankin's Records, and he'd said, uh, I, well, he goes into it, but anyway, he posted in the chat that Ronnie Size thought I was immature. Um, <coughs> and I was like, wait, what? Asked him about it, and uh, so he, uh, James, sent me a message with the backstory, and um, I asked if I could read it out and include his name. He said it's fine. Oh, I've got the there's a picture somewhere as well that go that goes along with it. Let me find that. Uh, oh, there it is. Okay, good. Um, so I'll bring that up. Bring that up in a second. Uh, he says hi. Well, commented earlier today on Rankins Records about Mister Size under the name of my boss, Matt Aston Patel. Uh, just wanted to confirm that it was true. He came into the shop for a second time to buy some gloves to replace the ones he had lost after his first visit. I pointed at the computer and told him that I had been getting into a podcast recently by High Rankin, whimsically hoping that we could bond over our mutual love of DMB. He then rolled his eyes and was like, yeah, he's a bit immature. <laughs> <laughs> I then said that was one of the things I liked about the show. We had a discussion on the difference between jungle and drum and bass, would you believe? Uh, it's not like even, he can even get on his high horse. I've got a theory. The reason he's called Ronnie Size is because he's the size of the smallest Ronnie in the two Ronnies. I think that's a reasonable theory. I think that's a good hypothesis. Anyway, here's a link to a picture of me and him outside the shop to help back up my claim. Uh, and then here is uh, said uh, picture outside the aforementioned bike shop. Uh, that's Ronnie Size there on the left. Uh, that's James Parry on the right. Ronnie Size uh, thinks that I am immature. Well, he does poo-poos in his nap-nap, and if he wasn't such a poopy pants doing poo-poos all the time, uh, then maybe, you know, maybe he would see the high level of maturity and uh, just the high-level art, artistry of this show. And, may yeah, maybe he wasn't so busy cleaning up all the poo-poos in his pants that <laughs> he was in the, actually I'm the height of maturity and uh, he needs to get your act together right okay good that's the first bit let's cheers for sending that in uh, Parry and thanks for defending me defending my honour again Ronnie Size yeah you've done a tune your tune Bumbakita that's got a sample in it saying Bob the Builder he, like going Bob the Builder no 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 Bob the Builder alright who's the immature one now you're making songs about Bob the Builder Oh, and I'm the immature one because I made the dubstep song about the cats. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Size. Love you. Um, anyway, yeah, so thanks for that, James Barron. Thanks for the uh, photo to back up your claims. That's always nice. If anyone, <coughs> if anyone feels the need uh, to... Um, yeah, see, people are agreeing in the chat that he does do poo-poos in his nap-nap. Okay, so, you know, there we go. See? See, it's not fake news, is it? Uh, next uh, is an email here from Sam Bennett. Uh, he says, Hi, Rankin. Get it? Ha ha. Sorry, not sorry. <sighs> um, that's off to a good start. Love the show. Listen on the podcast because I have a living to earn, so can't watch the live show. 
All right, it's a bit of a neg on the uh, live listeners there. I don't think they're all unemployed. I think a lot of them just listen at work. Okay, anyway, I thought I would email in in reference to what you said a few shows ago about how wearing socks and shoes and nothing else makes you more naked than being completely naked. This is true. Uh, This is definitely true. However, I believe you could increase the level of nakedness after uh, the further addition of a top hat and an umbrella. Yeah, Uh, ideally the shoes would be brogues and the socks would have those sock suspender things. Uh, This would be a truly fearsome get-up and and would undoubtedly have you chased out of polite society by lunchtime. Uh, Let me know what you think about this. Keen to know. Keep up the good work, Sam Bennett. Uh, Yes, I agree. I do agree that um, you, like, yes, if you're just wearing socks and shoes and you're otherwise completely naked, that does definitely make you more naked. Well, this is why I said that makes you more naked than just being completely naked. The addition of a top hat and an umbrella. Yeah, that is quite harrowing. (laughs) Or what about no socks and shoes? Um, (laughs) No socks, no shoes, but just... um, just a bow tie that <laughs> or no just an ill-fitting t-shirt nothing on underneath yeah i think it's when you just the upper half but then there's nothing on underneath i think that's more naked than uh <laughs> that's more naked than just actual nakedness uh okay well thanks for that sam uh cheers for getting in touch uh this is from oh yeah so don't read out the name I don't know why. Uh, Hi, Will. You mentioned today on the show two urban myths uh, that have done the rounds over the years. I had been told both of them over the years and plenty more to boot. This is the one about those. This was yesterday, wasn't it? Yes. Um, About the guy with the baked bean in his pubes and also the Tinder date where the guy drugs the girl with laxatives in order to get her to shit her pants. Uh, None of which I believe to be true. Uh, There was one that went round a lot in the early 2000s where a couple who had a child with Down syndrome who one day they took uh, took him to the zoo. Uh, I can't remember the full ins and outs of the story, but the upshot of it was that the the kid steals a penguin from the zoo and they find it in the cupboard when they get back home. They seemed to do the rounds a lot, particularly at after parties, and was always met with much enjoyment, hooting and bafflement. Thinking about it now, the practicalities of anyone stealing a penguin from a zoo and getting it back home without anyone noticing is far-fetched beyond belief. That said, it's not out of the realms of possibilities uh, that this was, uh, as this was what, potentially what was happening with the Harambee incident in 2016. Makes you think. Big fan of the show, please don't read my name. Right, okay. Uh, yeah. I have heard, yeah, I do remember that that doing the rounds after party, that story. I, there was, hmm, yeah, I wonder whether or not, has anyone else, does anyone else remember that story? That does, that, I mean, I was, taking, I was taking a lot of drugs at the time. I don't quite remember. But yeah, that, that definitely penguin theft. Some sort of urban myth involving penguin theft definitely does come to mind. Um, <coughs> anyway, thank you for that uh, name redacted. Uh third and final bit of oh no sorry fourth and final bit of listener mail um from chris hey uh you said you wanted people to write into the show with anything they thought i just wanted to know why you give us male feminists such a hard time we're just trying to fuck bro uh why have you got to be such a cock block you claim that you are for the guys and you stand up for men yet you are constantly trying to cock block male feminists 
right? Uh, it's tough out here for a player. Not everyone can get girls by being decent, useful, interesting, funny, reliable, etc. Some of us have to turn to other methods. Don't be a hater, bro. We're just looking to sling that dick. Anyway, that's just my two cents. Hashtag Corbin for PM. Chris, uh, thank you for your mail uh, in a way and your, I guess, honesty. Chris, male feminist. Um, I kind of suspect you might secretly be Rob Wah from the Metro. <sighs> Look, I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hate on a player yeah I'm not trying to cop like I'm just saying look you should I, I, there are better ways to get laid than effectively tricking tr- tr- pretending to be something that you're not okay guys look if you want to get girls the best way is to yes like the, literally you listed the look being decent useful interesting funny and reliable like that's a good list of targets okay, to try and meet if you want to get girls, in my opinion, okay, maybe I'm wrong, maybe that's, maybe, like, there are many female listeners, tell us what you find attractive in a man, Uh, anyway, that's just my two cents, Corbin for PM, well, I I disagree with that, Um, okay, well, that's, that's the list of mail for today, (laughs) Uh, this has been an excellent segment, I would like this to continue. So, yeah, please, if you have any uh, comments on the show, any things you want me to discuss, any uh, any observations, or, I mean, or Agony Aunt problems, Auntie Rankin can get into that. Email me, well at threshold.fm, or send me a message on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Discord, uh, private message. Uh, yeah, so thanks for that. James Parry, Sam Bennett, uh, Name Redacted, and Chris, uh, hashtag male feminist. Right, let's play this potential bad boy bit. It's called Bashy Jungle Mix. Yeah, man, they should know what it's about. Uh, Taz on Facebook says, guys could laugh their way into my vagina. Seems reasonable. Rockstone with the big gun just 
bashi bashi oh you mean mad vibe me come fi flash it flash it eh bong 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 bashi bashi eh turn up the rhythm come make me lash it lash it boy bong 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 bashi bashi oh you mean mad vibe me come fi flash it flash it eh bong 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 bashi bashi eh turn up the rhythm come make me lash it yeah yeah uh, there seems to be a lot of confirmation in the chat about those urban myths. Uh, everyone seems to have heard a penguin uh, theft story. A couple of people claiming it's at zoos near them. Smiggles saying Dublin Zoo. Uh, I also, Squidgy Beats is saying Cotswold's Wild Cotswold Wildlife Park. Uh, yeah, Stin, I've heard this one as well. Uh, I once got told. Uh, uh, I once got told a dude stole a mentally challenged man thinking he was an elf while he was tripping on LSD. I've heard that one also. I do not believe it to be true. Uh, Jake Bunger, email address will at threshold.fm. Will at threshold.fm. Send me mail. Uh, This is Bashy, Jungle Mix by Potential Bad Boy. This is a great record. See myself enjoying this after a few red stripes. Red Stripe, definitely the official beer of drum and bass. It's probably the official beer of Bristol as well. Sort of same thing, really. Uh, <coughs> sorry, uh, that's Bashy by um, Potential Bad Boy, Jungle Mix. Great record. Um, so listen, I threatened this tra- trans family story. Um, as I mentioned, I go to this co-working space. It's an elephant castle. Wi-Fi's good. Uh, they serve booze. I don't mind you doing gear in the toilets. It's a nice place. <coughs> anyway, it seems that at the moment, it's mainly EDM DJs. And they're sweet, uh, but they're quite loud and very Dutch. Uh, they are, not that that's a bad thing. <laughs> uh, they have money. Uh, they, they do have a lot of money, though, and they don't mind spending it, which is fine by me, and they've always got gear. So, you know, swings and roundabouts, isn't it? Anyway, it's there yesterday afternoon trying to catch up on some emails. It's nice there because, yeah, like I said, it's got windows and other people and stuff. Uh, and there's a big old... I'm just working away. Um, that morning, Ollie Parr. Uh, uh, morning Danny and anyway I'm working away trying to do some emails I can hear a big rumpus behind me turn round it's the usual offenders the fun boys as I call them it's Tiesto Van Buren and Garrix anyway they've come in they're causing trouble already it's a pain in the ass. Tiesto enormous sunglasses on very very large very dark sunglasses on he can't see me uh he can't see fuck all in them, basically. So he's come in, started bashing into tables, spilling drinks, all that sort of stuff. There's a rumpus. Garrix is running around after him, picking it all up. Garrix, because he's the youngest and the smallest of the group, he's kind of like the ship's boy. 
He's like the cabin boy. He does all the grunt work. And then Van Buren's just sort of shooing people away and telling them to put, put drinks on his tab. Anyway, I turn back round try and carry on with my emails. Um, but then I hear a bloody voice, big booming voice behind me. Show Rankin, you dubstep bum boy. You want a line at the chop chop? You know I got the good stuff, mate. You know I get it from source. Oh, fucking hell. Turn around, it's Tiesto. He's waving a massive, like, crisp packet-sized bag of chop at me. Oh, fucking hell. Anyway, he's got it all over his sunglasses, all over his face. He's an absolute mess. All right. So I say, look, dude, it's three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm not even on the wets yet, uh, which is a lie, because at this point I'm already like, I mean, well, it's three in the afternoon, so I'm like three lager tops in at this point. But I boiled dry, so there's no there's, and there's no empties on the table. So I thought I'd try and string it out. He says, "Oh yes, I forgot. You're probably too busy eating burials. Whole ass, you dubstep woofty." Uh, right, okay. I don't want to take the bait because you know it's, it'll escalate, and you know there's like girls about and stuff, and you, they don't they don't need to see this. Um. So, but then at this point, the waiter comes over and puts down my fourth lager top. So the jig's up, basically. Oh, Shay, you are on the blues fluid stand ranking, you saucy boy. You think you can pull the wool over Trance Pappy's eyes? <laughs> Not this time. Close your MacBook. Me and you have got a date with the Colombian nose coffee. Come on, to the pissatorium. So, uh, oh, fucking hell. Uh, so I have to go with him, basically, because like I said, there are girls there, and I, wanna, you know, I need to save face. He's kind of got me over a barrel at this point. So we go to the toilets, and he starts racking up literally like elephant leg size lines of shovel uh, like next to the sink. It, absolutely ridiculous. And he's like, show, Rankin, you know, when dubstep comes back around in like 15 years or something, you might get booked for one of those like, you know, revival things that they do at the Butlins, you know, where you can take your kids and that, and mate, you can play that fucking meow meow tune, uh, you know, get on your mic. And uh, do a vocal bit. You know, the dads would fucking love that one. You know, all the dads in the car go short so they can smoke the vape. Yeah, listen to the meow meow tune again. Yeah, would like that, wouldn't you, Rankin? So, like, I just roll my eyes because there's no point in kind of, you know, going down that rope with him. It, like, you know, it, it's, like, I haven't made dubstep five years. It, whatever, you know. So, <coughs> it, but anyway, he's spooning out the bloody karate powder like he's some sort of trance scar face. So I try and try and change the subject. So I'm like, oh, where'd you get all that chop from? Well, it looks pretty spicy. So I stole it. Me and Garrick uh, got into a tear up earlier with a couple of wooks, and uh, they started trying to tell us that psytrance was the only true trance. And so we can't have that. So obviously the trance family stepped in, you know, bashed a few skulls and pocketed all their drugs. At that point, he huffs an absolute showstopper of a, of a bloody line. Oh. He's like, oh, fuck a duck. That's a, that's a, serious, that's a serious whopper there. I, I've not felt one like that in a hot minute. Uh, at this point, I can hear like a weird little bit of laughter coming from one of the cubicles. I look round and there's like, you see like sort of dreadlocks like poking out from underneath one of the doors. And uh, a voice comes from inside the cubicle. It's like, you think you can fuck with the Psytrance Mafia and get away with it? <laughs> That nose up you got right there. It ain't from Colombia. More like a farm in Cumbria. Know what I mean? At this point, Tiesto realizes something's up. 
Uh, all the colour drains out of his face and he realises he's been dosed. It's not Escobar's finest nose bear. It's Dr. Doolittle's pokiest ketamine. Disaster. So he looks at me and he's like, Brinkin, you've got to help me. And just collapses on the ground in a massive mess. At this point, Van Buren and Garrix run into the bogs, screaming, don't take, don't take the gear, don't take the gear. This part, obviously, it's too late. And uh, the, uh, the Wook walks out, walks past me and says, don't cross the Cytrans Mafia, you dubstep dick munch. I, all right, look, I'm not getting involved. Uh, but then, yeah, Garrix, Van Buren, they're too late. Tiesto's already just, he's in another dimension at this point. So they just scrape him up, take him out the fire exit out the back. You know, there's that sort of 1-0 for the Cytrance, for the Cytrance Mafia, basically. Uh, no points for the Trance family. As I said earlier, I'm, I'm concerned that this is going to become a bloody war that is likely to spill out onto the streets. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. I've got to go back there later in the week, so we'll see if there have been any developments. I'll keep you, I'll keep you all clued in. I'm a bit like a sort of um, unnamed insider, except obviously I'm named. But yeah, think of me as the shadowy EDM insider. I'll bring you the good stuff. Don't you worry about that. Right, let's play this level a bit. I think it's on critical. Is it on critical? It's on critical. It's called Thrunt. Tiesto's a menace. He's going to get everyone in trouble. referring to <laughs> Chris saying we've all been there there's always some drunk Tiesto dick claiming they can do heroic lines of horse silencer <laughs> horse silencer oh, that's so funny yeah. well 
I'm concerned, you know, I'm slightly worried about that. This is our, you know, blood feud start. The trans family are going to retaliate. It's going to be rough. Leveler, front. Some critical. My boy, Big Levs, Big Big Uncle Levs. That's what we call him down Brighton Way. Doing work. Good boy. Good freaking boy. Um, Jesus. Only twenty minutes of the show left. I haven't covered any actual legitimate news. Well, I say legitimate news. Wink, wink. Um, look, I want to get into this. Um, uh, Matt, this is uh, the Manchester. Evening news here. Battle of the Banners. The bizarre dispute between one woman, her cat, and a building merchants. This sounds very fucking coffee and memes. Lobsters. This curious banner appeared outside a woman's house next door to building firm Travis Perkins in Sale. I don't know where Sale is. Is it near Deal? <laughs> a lot of mits today. Uh, anyway, Wendy, Wendy Snell, big Wens, uh, took matters into her own hands. I like it when members of the public take matters into their own hands. Not vi- not violence. I'm not talking about violence, but this is this is great. I'm a big fan of this. <laughs> Travis Perkins depressed my cat. <laughs> that cat looks pretty razzed off, to be fair. Um, a banner bemoaning the impact of a builder's yard on a depressed cat has appeared outside a house in sale. The bizarre slogan claiming Travis Perkins depressed my cat was draped outside a resident's house on Elm Grove. Wendy Snell ordered the banner after a building merchant's Travis Perkins hung a sign at the entrance to their yard on Thursday claiming it ruins her view. Nice. Uh, This is just the sort of uh, (laughs) disputes I enjoy, particularly when people take matters into their own hands. Wendy says that there has been an ongoing dispute between herself and the depot over its signage, describing the firm's latest banner as the final straw. She claims her cat, Wilf, is depressed as a result of the Travis Perkins site. Yet bosses at Travis Perkins say they have worked with residents regarding their concerns about the site for years. Wendy, 44, said Travis Perkins went and put up a sign right outside my front door. You can see on the picture how it's ruined my view, and on top of that, there's racking everywhere. If it's not the fracking, it's the racking. What has that ruined your vi- your what what view is that ruined of their car park of their bins? Oh, I really like looking at the Travis Perkin bins. Now they've done gone put a sign up saying Mega Trade opening. There she is, Wendy Snell, arms crossed, not happy. She's she's not keen. Uh, she looks jacked. 
Like, is she on steroids? She, I would not, I would not have a fight with her. She looks like she could easily have a tear up. Like, I, Jesus, you'd be, you know, drunk, joking about the, oh yeah, come on, I'll fight. And then, poof, you go down like a sack of spuds. Jesus. We are, uh, they already know us very well. I've complained to the council about one of their, one of their permanent signs when they put this big board outside my house. I was quite pleased because it was taken down. But then on Thursday, they put this banner up saying, now open. I was fuming. That's when I decided to order my own banner. I was fuming. I ordered my own banner. It's not the first time Wendy and residents have taken on Travis Perkins. When the firm loaded a planning application, or lodged a planning application to expand its site in 2017, residents objected based on traffic and noise levels. Wendy, a business support manager, said her latest move was a tongue-in-cheek message to the building merchants. <laughs> I wonder whether or not, like her and uh, her family, I don't know if she uh, if she lives alone or whether or not she's um, uh, got a boyfriend, husband, girlfriend, whatever. Um, or you know, she must have discussed that with someone. Like, right, they want to do signs. I'm going to do signs as well. All right. Well, what are you, what are you going to put? How about Travis Perkins, bunch of bastards? All right, yeah, I mean, it's fairly blunt. So it says what needs to be said. Quite offensive. People about trying to get you to take that down based on its grounds that it's offensive. Hmm, right. How about Travis Perkins, absolute sods? All right, marginally less offensive. No swearing as such. Uh, I think you could probably use sods on daytime TV. But again, I think you need to be... <laughs> How about marginally more esoteric than that? So I think it's a bit more left field. Come on, we've got to get the press on side for this. They're going to want it to be a little bit, they're going to be more sensational. Travis Perkins shagged my cat? Uh, do you have any evidence to back that up with? No. No, no, I mean, they didn't. It's just a, you know, uh, no, okay. Uh, I like the cat angle, though. The cat angle is nice. Again, but we've got to take this more esoteric. Travis Perkins depressed my cat nice because can you prove depression in a cat maybe i don't know i'm not a vet i don't play one on the internet uh beautiful yeah this is great yes travis perkins depressed my cat right we need to right okay get some costs get some costs uh we need to find out a deal we need to get some reasonable price uh, banner quotations uh i'll get on photoshop uh and knock something up right we need a picture of the cat looking sad Okay, yeah, he doesn't look that sad. Uh, here's one. Can we get him where his eyes are sort of... Get him while he's blinking. So he looks a bit like... Brilliant. Perfect. Right, we need the Travis Perkins green. And look, they've even... Yeah, it's, oh, it's great. Uh, look, and there's the cat stood in front of the sign. He looks absolutely razzed off. The cat is taking on the proper angry people in local newspapers pose as well. He stood in the street looking hacked off. Brilliant. That's amazing. Uh, it was a peaceful protest, said Wendy. Um, my cat, Wilf, doesn't get to hurt anymore. What? Oh, doesn't get to hunt anymore. Uh, he used to be able to go straight onto the River Mersey, but he can't now. I uh, would piss him off. Uh, he looks like a nice boy. Good floofy boy. Uh, I do think he is depressed. It's not a big issue, but as a street, we have continually complained. Their sign was the last straw, hence my banner. Spokesman for Travis per Perkins said, We want to be a good neighbour. And we have a long and well-established heritage in Elm Grove, uh, where there has been a builder's merchant for more than 100 years. After purchasing an adjoining business with dilapidated buildings and being granted planning permission for developing the site, we have made considerable investments and now employ 12 people from the local community. 
Throughout the development, we have worked with local residents regarding their concerns, uh, and we will do so. Any more of this bollocks, however, and we will kill that cat. Whoa, big words there to finish off the story from Travis Perkins. Damn. Well, you know, you don't want to hack off the animal rights lot because um, they might, I don't know, chain themselves to, uh, you know, your, some of that racking. I mean, it's the issue with racking. Very easy to chain yourself to. So, you know, just watch out, Travis Perkins. What I'm saying. Just bloody well watch out. Okay, um, should we have another... Look, let's have this other signal bit. Uh, it's called In Black. Uh, it's with Synergy. B-side of uh, Exile. Do we do B-sides anymore? Uh. Jake Bunger, I think he's calling the cat a slag, presumably. Lee saying a podcast who I go running with brought a ban bought a banner uh, and made a joke about how successful the podcast was because they could afford a thirty quid banner. Coming up at 11, our boy, your boy, Parallaxed, with the roll call from 11 till 12. So if you're listening on Facebook or YouTube, you're going to want to swing on over to Threshold Data Film for some fine-ass shoe throwers.
Well, that is In Black by Signal and Synergy. I don't know what label it's on. You're just you're gonna have to I, look. You are gonna have to do some work yourselves. Um, but it's out now. It's a great record. I'm I'm a fan. I'm keen. I'm keen. Um, right. Let's have uh, a skint mum made almost ten grand by charging married men to date her. Bad married men. You should not be paying to date other women. Uh, a single mum. Uh, there she is. She looks like she looks like she'd be fun to hang out with. Looks like a good times girl. Uh, a skint single mum has made almost ten grand by charging wealthy married men to date her. It's a decent side hustle. Uh, Brittany Boone, 26, says it has been a massive lifestyle change for her. The mum from North Carolina uh, claims before this childcare costs were taking up most of her wages from her sales job, uh, having previously dabbled in the sugar daddy websites, making around uh, $9,000 in three years. She was strapped for cash after having her daughter, uh, Brittany. Uh, she realised that she would have to find another way to make extra cash. So when a friend told her about a dating site where affluent suitors bid generously for the chance to go on a first date with attractive singletons, it was an ideal solution. Uh, but Brittany, uh, who as well as being uh, paid by her dates, has been showered with gifts like designer jewellery, exotic holidays and shopping sprees, is keen to refute the claims that it is like escorting, uh, which the site specifically bans. Okay. Um, while I'm on the site, um, while I am on the site for its financial incentives and not to find love, it's a completely different thing. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, prostitutes are paid for a very, very specific thing, whereas I am paid for my time, and there is no pressure to do anything I don't want to. I can understand why people think that as money is involved, uh, but actually, I've only slept with one man I met on the site who ended up who I who I ended up in a relationship with anyway. I thought they were married. You homewrecker. Uh, anyone else I've met, I see more as a mentor. Okay, cool. Uh, apart from, uh, uh, apart a brief, uh, okay, apart from, who wrote this? Hattie, Hattie Gladwell. Never heard of you. <laughs> I thought better of you, though. Uh, oh, no, I've lost, the, lost it now. Apart from a brief relationship with a friend she had known for six years and who is the father of her child, Brittany has been single for around three years before joining the dating website. During that time, she used a number of sugar daddy style websites, although she found uh, this could be detrimental to her real romantic life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's going to be a bit of a tricky one to spin to actual genuine uh, potential suitors. Um, oh, yeah, so I, I can't come out tomorrow night because I'm going on a date uh, with a married man. Don't worry, I'm being paid for it. <laughs> All right, you know, if you've got to work, that's fine. Um, she explained, guys, either respect the fact that I'm doing this uh, so me and my daughter don't have to go without, uh, but they really, really do not like it. Yeah. Uh, then after, I mean, I, I think you know the other way round. I mean, I think if you were a, a, a single, single lass and you met a, a nice boy, and he was like, "Yeah." Anyway, uh, thing is, I get paid by rich women to take them out and stuff. You know, you were like, um, well, like on dates and stuff. Yeah. Could you not? <laughs> Could you do something else? Why well, I, I hear brickies are in demand. Uh, why don't you start a podcast? Why don't you start a Patreon? Um, she continued, I know people will read this and think, why didn't you just get another job? Well, this I imagine this is pretty well, uh, uh, this is much better paid than uh, doing a sales job. You know, it's, as long as you're being safe. Uh, she has a strict routine. Uh, oh, uh, she, uh, people will think, why did you not just get a job? But I'm a single mum. I can't work 24 or 7 without seeing my child. She has a strict routine and she need me, needs me to be there. 
I looked into the option of childcare too, uh, but it would be around £1,000 a month, which is the majority of my monthly salary, if you are low paid or on minimum wage. I got to the point where I think I really couldn't afford that much at all. It was really tough. Since going on the dates with, uh, with Rick, married men, Britney's fiancés, well, sorry, Britney's finances have completely changed. Uh, oh, I think that's supposed to say rich. Okay. Since going on the dates with rich married men, Britney's finances have completely changed. And though the website is for dating and finding real connection, she says her incentives are financial, not romantic. Damn. I mean, <laughs> those poor, those poor rich married men that are on this that are just looking for romance and they're just getting fleeced. Those poor, poor innocent rich married men looking to pay women to go, oh yeah, I'm sorry, my, um, I have to be honest, my sympathy uh, does wane slightly. On average, she receives 76 quid for a lunch, uh, between 76 and 150 quid for a lunch or dinner date. That's not bad, is it? Uh, oh, and between 304 and 609 for overnight meetups. Okay. <laughs> uh, money has helped to support herself and her child. Well, good for her. On top of the money, I've been given gifts like a Cartier bracelet and trips to Dubai, she said, listing some of the other perks of joining the site. On one occasion, a guy gave me a credit card and let me go on a £609 spending spree in all my favourite stores. It's, I, don't, I don't know whether or not Haley would be that keen on it, but I might try and float the idea of whether or not I could do this with sort of rich cougar types. Married, sure. Um, hopefully, as long as, as, long as, as long as their husbands aren't too tough. Because if their husbands are really tough, then uh, you know I just I don't I don't want anything to do with it. Because um, they might they might beat me up, they might biff me, and if I get too biffed, I'm not going to be able to do the show. Um, right, listen, guys, uh, end of the show. Uh, I what have we learnt? Um, that there is a feud, a war going on between the trans family and the side trans mafia that is almost likely, almost certainly going to cause bloodshed, heartache, tears, and pff, spilt gear. It's not good. It's not good. Uh, listen, coming up at 11 is our boy Parallaxed uh, with Roll Call. So hang around for that. Get onto uh, threshold.fm to listen. Uh, get onto the iPhone app, the uh, Android app, and have a bloody good time doing it. Um, <coughs> uh, just to shout out the VIP list. Uh, also, VIP list, remember you've got five bucks in your Threshold.fm accounts now, and there are these rather delightful fridge magnets that say drink coffee, make memes, throw shoes. There are five are all in, including postage worldwide, so you can get one of those free, just have it, just go on the store and order it. Or you can get mugs, uh, normal Threshold mugs now, they're a tenner. Get them, buddy, get them. You know, they're good. You know, prove to your friends and co-workers that, you've, that you've joined a death cult. They probably wouldn't believe you otherwise. Um... And get your name read out at the end of the show. So thank you to everyone that is supporting on Patreon, supporting the show financially and helping me put all this crazy mess together. I love you. That's uh, Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Carl Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bull, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbart, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lillian Sub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chad Ryder, Andrew Hushabet, John Finnis and the BDR crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief Group, Beginning Delightful, Ryan Glazer, James Barry, Dave Thompson, Hender Bartender, Ladies Griffin, Lillian, the Menace, Unman, Dan, Fucking Morris, the Guy with Justin Mazar, Rams, C, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby T, Kaka Shiva, Dan Elson, Tyron Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Dark Progressive, Sajan, Sachi, Sabiri, Dr. Bass, Nicholas 
Scorsese, Devin Ryan, Chris Brights, The Bill, Clarissa, Bar- Clarissa Barthelson, Odin Bates. Oh, she was congratulating me on getting her name right the other day, and now I've fucking smashed it. Odin Bates, uh, Lee Fuller, D, Daniel Jemery, Flaxis, Alexander Cassidy, Matt, Matt Wright, Dylan Laws, Grant Sullivan, not that, Tom Robinson, subscribe on YouTube. Greg Cornford, Grace Sellers, and Dab Smasher. Thank you all so much for your patronage. It means the absolute effing world, world to me. I appreciate the fuck out of a lot of you. Uh, you're all wonderful folks. Well, there's a minute and a half of the show left. Oh, yeah, look, come on, guys. 25th of uh, May. Lobsters. Uh, lobster meetup. Threshold all day at the Star by Hackney Downs. Uh, it, we will be there from one in the afternoon to one in the morning, dropping shoe throwers, drinking wets. Taking the Lord's name in vain, uh, generally behaving badly. There'll probably be some shoe throwing. Uh, I don't know whether or not I can con- condone that actually within the pub, but certainly outside of the park. I think we're going to host some sort of shoe throwing competition uh, to win a golden Air Max 90. That's a pretty cool prize, I think. What's happened to the chat? It's gone. Has it disappeared? Has it died? What's going on? I don't know. Don't ask me. I don't know anything. I'm just a man in a room with a lobster doing his best. Um... Yeah, again, listener mail. If you want to send me an email or send me a message for me to read out on the show, please do. Either send a DM on Facebook or Discord or email me, will at threshold.fm, and I'll read that shit out. I mean, you can send one in insulting me if you want. It's up to you. You know, freedom of speech and everything. Just, um, I guess, don't say anything illegal. That's probably a, probably a fair line. Uh, no death threats. Uh, no threats of violence. Um, no, 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 Rachel, uh, Rachel, no racial slurs. I think that that's that's probably fine, isn't it? Um, guys, thanks for listening. I'll be back at ten a.m. tomorrow. Listen to Roll Call by Parallax now on Threshold.fm. I love you. Goodbye. <laughs>